Anything important happen this week for you? Not really. <laughs> Nothing at all? Nothing at all. Oh, okay. Well, that's also what happened in wrestling this week. Nothing important happened at all. Pretty much. It was uh, a week. Just a week. It should have been a big week, but uh, this was a week. Yes. Uh, where do you want to get started? Like, and might as well start in order and whatever. Like we're coming off of the Royal Rumble, so wrong. Okay, well, Raw was uh, it was a, a lackluster show. It just sucked. It sucked hard, really hard. But it started okay. off with Bob Lash and Brock Lesnar. It was like, hey, yeah, championship. Bob Lash is a champion because of Roman. So, yeah, and Brock came in and said, dude, I want your title. Uh, okay, well, you choosing me for WrestleMania? No, I'm not. I'm choosing Roman for WrestleMania. I'm going to take your championship to face Roman at WrestleMania. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Well, how are you going to do that? The Elimination Chamber. Okay, well, Brock's now in the Elimination Chamber, and so is Bob Lash. And that means there's four other spots that need to be filled throughout the night. Yes. I, I don't like the premise of title versus title. It's not going to happen, but I don't like the premise of title versus title. No, I, I agree with you. I don't like the idea either. And this actually makes it even... It makes the finish of the Brock Lesnar-Bob Lash match even worse. Like, everything about this makes that whole entire finish worse. It doesn't make any sense now, because, like, what's the point in putting Brock and Elimination Chamber to try to win back the title, but he's not going to win back the title because there's going to be a regular match with him versus Roman. What's the point? There's none. Like, honestly. Yeah, because, like, you're going to screw him. I don't know how they're going to screw him, but they're going to screw him somehow. So what's the point of him keep getting screwed and then all of a sudden, oh, my God, Brock comes back and beats Roman finally. When you could have did it the other way, and it would have still been just as fun. But the, the booking sucks. Like I'm not even gonna lie to you. The booking sucks. It, it's like very the, the backwards booking. You've said that multiple times before. So yeah, and this is like it's worse and worse because it's fucking boring. I don't want to see this match. I've said I didn't want to see this match, and. Usually the journey is fun to get to the match, but it, it's, it was bad. It's bad, and it's really bad. I'm not even going to say let it play out like everybody does on the internet when something dumb happens. It's that let it play out and see how it plays out. Sometimes we fall victim to that because we huff too much copium. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to work, but it's, it's a wrestling show, so it doesn't work. I mean, it's... It's just shit. Yeah. It's shit. So, 
we had the first match of the night, which was Rhea Ripley versus Nikki A.S.H.O. So, yeah, it was a match of Rhea beat Nikki. I don't know where this is going. I have no idea where this is going, and I really wish it would stop. Me too. Like, they made, like, such a big deal out of it. Like, I, I don't see the big deal. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be, like, it was supposed to be a thing, and it was supposed to be over quickly. It still kept going, and it's to the point where it's going too far, and it's, like, it's still happening. Like, Rhea finally beats Nikki, but it's, like, it went too far. Like, this is, like, two months too late. It's, like, I don't want to see this. I don't give a shit. Just stop. Just face other people. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So then we had the scooter race between Riddle and Chad Gable. And it was a 50-lap around-the-building scooter race. That I'm not even going to lie to you. If you paid attention, it made no fucking sense. Because going 50 rounds in this large-ass building... You cannot get that done in under an hour. You're no. insane. Like, the best part of this is Gable, because Gable's showing his personality, and he's funny as hell. It's, that's the best part. I know people are like, well, what about Riddle? It's, no, it's Gable. It's good. Like, we said this before, to, to me, and you said it too, Gable's like a young Kurt Angle. Like, yeah. he has that type of humor. Yes, I'm just waiting for him and Kurt to actually have an interaction so people could be like, oh my god, he is the young Kurt Angle. Oh my god. Like, yeah, yes. that. That's going to be fucking hilarious. Yep. So, then we get back to the longest intro in the world. Alexa and the therapist, and they're going at it. And they're going at it. And I'm still looking on the screen for a skip button. I'm looking for time cues. I'm looking for anything to go forward. Because this is the longest intro in the world. Like, this is like this is the perfect setup. It's like, this is exactly how you set this up. And there's no follow-up. Because there's... Like, they always cut it off. Because it's like, they're talking and then they just cut it off. It's like, you know that it's supposed to be more. It's like, that's the part that everybody came for. The rest of the part, but you just cut it off because you just you just like the setup. You just like the build up to this. It's okay. It's okay. It's dumb as hell. Sometimes you you don't gotta build stuff up. Just get straight to the point. I mean, I'd like to watch the build up before I watch the rest of it. I like to know what's happening. I like to know what's going on. It it makes it more interesting. Because okay. I like to know. It's like, hmm, why was she there? Like, did she deliver the pizza, like on her own? Did she have money in her wallet to pay the plumber, or like, was she really there to see the house? I need to know these things before I get into it. Because it's like, yeah, well, yeah, I could just get into it, but I'm like, I want to know why. Like, why is this happening? It makes it more laundry. fun. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it makes it a lot more fun. So then we had Miz versus Dominic. This was a dumbass match. 
Miz and Dominic are wrestling. Ray's on the outside. Miz does an Eddie Guerrero and fakes like Ray tripped him. The ref kicks Ray out. And then Miz just beats Dominic because Dominic's worried about Ray. It's so dumb. It's so, it's so dumb. I kind of seen that coming. Ray was going to cost him that match, but not like that. Yeah, because I actually seen like it going the opposite way later on, but it didn't. And yeah, just I don't know what's happening over here. I guess they're trying to make Miz have a feud with the Mysterios now. So it is what it is. Because we like it, but whatever. Yeah, told me over it. Yeah. So we had a twenty-four-seven gigs interrupt the. The circle around the building labs. It's like, uh, who gives a shit? Like, then we have Kevin Owens getting ready to do his, uh, what the hell is that? Kevin Owens show. That's what it's called. Yeah. And he brings out Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins is talking, and Seth says, I'm in the Elimination Chamber. And Kevin goes, oh, okay, since we're friends, like, you can get me in the Elimination Chamber. And Seth's like, uh, that, that's not how it's working. He's like, come on. He's like, no, 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 no. I, I can't do that. Like, okay, well, all right. So Kevin does have a qualifier against Austin Theory. And did not see this coming. Austin Theory beat Kevin Owens to get in to the match. Now, here's the story behind that. Uh-huh. Beforehand, there was a list. Well, not even a list. The actual confirmation of who was going to be in the Elimination Chamber. Kevin Owens was one of those people in the Elimination Chamber. Austin Theory was not one of those people with Shane McMahon. And he was like, oh. oh. So, they switched out Shane McMahon with Austin Theory and they took Kevin out for somebody else. Don't know who, but they took him out for somebody else. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? And at that point, it was it was starting to become apparent because all weekend, everybody had talked about how bad the rumble was and all of this shit that was going on. And they blamed they blamed Shane McMahon. I mean, it was definitely his fault because it was all Shane's fault that he changed up the script, was yelling at people backstage, making it miserable for all the guys backstage and making it worse and worse. And guys backstage were getting madder and madder and tried to change. He tried to change what Brock Lesnar wanted the finish to be. And Brock was like, no, that's not how it was going to be. I wanted to be this way. And he was like, no, no, no. You should do it this way. And he's like, Doug, I said it's going to go this way. No, 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 you should do it this way. Brock got mad and went to Vince and was like, Doug, I want it this way. I think it would be better if it went this way. Let it happen this way. Vince was like, all right, whatever you want. Shane was, a lot of people said Shane was like the biggest dickhole in like in the business at Royal Rumble. I was like, okay, well, that was a thing. And then, just a few hours later, Shane McMahon got fired. And everybody's like, oh my god, if he got fired from the company, that means everybody can get fired from the company. No shit. 
that's that's a no shit but like he's not even a real liability like this is what fucking up like how everybody just focused in on like oh my god Vince fired his own son it's like do you like, yeah I know and the thing is like do you guys know that he's not even an actual real person in the company like he doesn't even I was about to ask you that does he have any legit power no he has no power he was just there as a fucking on screen talent just for that match and he helps out produce the Royal Rumble he has no power there's nothing he can do he's not even an official backstage person He's just there as a fucking just whatever. Hey, just, I'm helping out. And when they said he was fired, it bothered me because it's like I didn't know he was actually employed, <laughs> right? Because that shit fucked me up. But it was like, yeah, they fired Shane McMahon. I'm like, oh, he was employed. Like he he doesn't really work there. And everybody got up in arms like, oh my god, he works there. And Vince fired his own stuff. It's like. He's like he literally has no power. He has nothing. He doesn't exist. Like firing him is just like firing a fly on the wall. Like, oh, the fly actually is on the wall, and you guys know it's there. It's fired, but it has no power. It's just part. It's just part of the scene. It has nothing to do with this. Like, nah. It's like nah. It has everything to do with it. Like, okay, well, that, that, that's the thing. That's like firing the the fucking um, bell ringer, you know? Like, who cares? Exactly. But again, like, everybody just was so hung up. Like, oh my god, it, it turned into such a big thing. And like, I'm like, why is like? It is people just like some people see and say some of the dumbest shit, like in the world, and like I have decided to stay off of fucking wrestling Twitter because it is the dumbest stupidest baffling mind-blowing idiotic insane psychotic degenerate assholes that are literally talking shit and have no idea what the fuck is going on and they're just like oh this is happening no this is happening it's like Either you're sucking dick from one side or being a dickhole for the other side. It doesn't fucking understand. I don't even get it. It's like, whatever, dude. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Back to the show, we had Angelo Dawkins versus Dolph Ziggler. I have no idea why this is happening. It was Angelo Dawkins' hometown, too. So. Like, but if I was Angelo Dawkins, I'd have definitely been like, Dog, I don't want to fight in my hometown. Like, I know what happens. <laughs> but the weird part was he beat Ziggler in his hometown. How about that, right? Like, that's not the norm. Yeah, because, like, like, as soon as you realize it's his hometown, you're like, oh, he's losing it. But I guess because Cincinnati are going to the Super Bowl, they was like, no, we're, we're going to let somebody from Cincinnati win, and everybody's going to be happy. Like, well, cheap pop. Everybody cheered. They enjoyed. Like, ah, well, didn't see that coming. Right. And Veer is still on his way. <sighs> At this point, he's going to debut in AEW. Yeah. 
so they finally finished the scooter race. Otis comes out of nowhere, attacks Matt Riddle. Chad Gable wins. So then Matt Riddle challenges Otis to a match. And Matt Riddle has a match with Otis. It's like, okay. Yeah, and... So they have this match. And during the match, they go, next week they're going to have some other dumb thing that they're going to do. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, is this... Like, how long is this going to last? Like, is this going to last until Elimination Chamber? Or, like, what the fuck? I think next week is the last one. I hope so. I really do hope so. But during a the match, they were like, all right, well, we're gonna, whoever wins this is going into the elimination chamber. It's like, oh, okay. And Matt Riddle... <laughs> yeah. And Matt Riddle beat Otis. And it was like, okay, well, Matt Riddle's in the Rumble. And that plays into the theory that every... Well, not theory, will the initial rumor online that Matt Riddle was supposed to win the Rumble and then they changed it to Brock Lesnar because they want Matt Riddle to face Randy and they want it for the title maybe at WrestleMania. Like, they don't need to have a title. They can just have a match, but yeah, if you want to put the title on it, who cares? I don't care. Yeah. We had Bianca versus Carmella and it was like, Okay, Bianca beat her, and I was like, "Okay, what was the point in that? There was none." Just something they threw together because I feel like we've seen this match like a million times already. Yeah, it it was really dumb. And then we had the best match of the night to end it all: AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. It was a really damn good match. Yeah, yes. really good match, and AJ beat Ray. So AJ is in the elimination chamber. Funny part, okay. I found myself cheering for both, and as everybody know, I'm not a big Ray fan, but I would cheer for Ray too. Wow, that's how good this match was, in my opinion. Yeah, this was like a really good match. And I thought Dominic would get in and fuck this shit up, but like, no, Dominic didn't fuck this shit up. Would have made more sense. Like, you screwed me, I'm gonna screw you, but whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm dying for, like, not just because, like, I'm not a big fan of Ray, but I'm dying for, like, a heel turn for Dominic to give. He feels bland to me. I like the kid, he's good in the ring, he just feels bland. Like, his. Character. Yeah, it's. Something fucking messing with that guy. Like, I think if he turns heel, it may like make him feel something. Cause like it's it's just something not there with him. Like, I don't know, man. Like I, I hope that's how it goes, but like he just feels like just dare. He needs his own like, he needs his own style. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily even have to turn on Ray. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. Turn his back on Ray, like leave him. You know, let Ray do his own thing and he does his own thing, you know? Yeah, just let him be his own person. Yeah. Like, that'd be cool. Yeah, like my, my bias against Ray as uh, let let Dominic shine. Like I, I don't know. Like it's something off about him. 
Yeah, he's, he's with his daddy too much. That's it. Yeah. So then we have Ronda Rousey. She came out and she's talking. And I heard a lot of chatter online that was like, oh, her promos are so weird. The way she talks, she it's like, Doug, that's just her. That's just the way she is. Like, she's not like scripted of being weird. That's just how she is. And everybody didn't like it. I was like, okay, well, whatever. Who cares? They, they want her to be scripted. Yeah. yeah. So, question about her real quick. Before uh-huh. we think you know. Did they mm-hmm. tweak her gimmick? Because I feel like they tweaked her gimmick. Like, she's not no longer, at least from what I see, maybe I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong. She's no longer mm-hmm. ro- um, rowdy, Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Like, now she's like the baddest or whatever. Like, saw her gear. She has different gears. Not like no, no, no. She, she, she always was the baddest woman on the planet, but like, they still call her Row- Rowdy Ronda Rousey, but she's just she's just the baddest. Okay. Yeah, she's just okay. the baddest. It's kind of tweaked, but kind of not, then, right? Yeah, no, yeah, because everything is like basically the same. They just added a new moniker to her, just the baddest. It's like okay, well, because I kind of like this gear. I mean, uh, I can take it and leave it. I'm not really sold on it. Yeah, it's her own thing, you know? Yeah. Continue, so, I'm sorry. No, no, this is, this is good, because, like, I mean, I don't know how I actually feel about Ronda. I even said it when she showed up and she was there. I was like, I, I don't know how I actually feel about her. Like, I, I, I don't. Like, it's just something, like, it's nothing to do with her personally. Just, it. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just, I can't put my finger on it. Not a take it or leave it thing. It's just I. I just I don't know. I honestly don't know. I just yeah. it's just literally question marks right there. Like just with Ronda Rousey, like feelings and status towards are just question marks, and like that has nothing to do with like her outside human being, which she's you know. It has nothing to do with that. It's just her being here. Just it just always felt like uh, question marks. But uh, you know, whatever. Who cares? It is what it is. But she's out there, and then the literal queen of spades—not queen of spades, but queen of not queen of diamonds. Yeah, queen of diamonds walks out, and I know somebody's like, "Wait, what do you mean?" Like. Becky was literally dressed like a fucking playing card. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that, she's dressed like a playing card. Not even like, that. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, like, it, like it's really fucking hilarious. And so she comes on and tells Rhonda, like, hey, listen, like I know you're down here to face me. Rhonda flips over and was like, listen. She goes, listen. I'll give my answer on Friday. Okay, so she leaves and Becky starts talking her shit, and as she's talking her shit, music hits. And if you watch it, you cannot tell me that Becky didn't mark out because she literally tried to be stone faced. As soon as she heard the music, she starts smiling, and then she had to dial it back. It's like, 
that, that that's a fun moment. That's a fun moment. That's similar to like Sasha in the, in the Royal Rumble against Melina. Yep. Like she she couldn't hold it back either. <laughs> yep. Then Lita shows up wearing a Becky Lynch's t-shirt, which was actually fucking hilarious. And she comes out and basically tells Becky how great of a champion is, how great of a person she is. She's so awesome. She's so this. She's so that. And she baits Becky into giving her a title shot at Elimination Chamber. And Becky says, yeah. And Becky looks so confused after she said, yeah. Like, wait, I just I just agreed to that? Like, yeah, no, you just agreed to that. <laughs> and he fucked up. Exactly. And it's so funny how, like, a lot of people are, like, super fans of Lita that never experienced the Lita movement when Lita was wrestling. But they just know, like, stories of her and, like, watched her on the network of, like, oh, my God, Lita's so cool. And it's like, guys, like, half of you wasn't even watching wrestling at the time Lita was a thing. And, like, all of these people are just, like, so excited to see Lita. And I'm like, oh, well, glad that you guys are excited. I'm not saying that I'm not excited. I'm actually genuinely excited because I I actually watched Lita's last match live. And it's always been a thing, like, Lita's been cool, but I always wish she had did more. And, yeah. well, now she's back and she's doing a little bit more. So, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, that, that's gonna be fucking awesome. Like, they're gonna have a banger of a match. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, she so, can still go. So. Oh, yeah, she definitely can. So, that's how Raw ended. Yes. So, that actually put into, like, started spitting out other conspiracy theories for me to like start questioning for Wrestlemania on somebody else when I was like dude I think that she's going to go against Trish Stratus and then Trish Stratus this week goes guys I'm gonna be doing a movie so I'm gonna I'm glad I'm doing a movie and it's like oh my god Trish Stratus is doing a movie, so she won't be at WrestleMania. Oh, that that kind of throws that out the window. Like, oh. Well, then it's like, okay, well, what else? Then I start hearing rumblings about Stephanie McMahon, and it's like, nope, fuck that. Want nothing to do with that. <laughs> then Melina has been like teasing things, like her coming back, and it's like, okay, well. That would be a good match. And then I remembered, like, Lita exists and Lita does Lita things. So it's like, it's like all of these legends that still exist could be, like, a big WrestleMania match for Sasha. But I don't know where, I don't know where that's ending. I don't know what her end goal is. And the more and more I see things, it's like, She's not going to be put in the title picture when she was the most searched and most looked at person out of the whole entire Rumble. Out of that whole entire thing, she was the most talked about. Yeah. And 
it's no way impossible. It's like this keeps happening every time something happens. It's like, and she just steals the show, and you're just like, all right, we're just not gonna throw you in the title picture, and we're just gonna do some other shit. It's like you keep fucking around. Like you do know that she's leaving, so like it's you have just a small window to just book her in some shit. It's like. Nah, we're just gonna fuck around and do some other shit. It's like, uh, how? And another thing is like, the Ronda Rousey thing on YouTube, it had views. It had views. But do you want to know what had way more views than her? What? You want to know what had way more views? Hardcore Country! Coming out in the Royal Rumble had way more views than Ronda Rousey returning in the Royal Rumble. And it's like, okay, something's off here. I was going to say something like that, right? Uh Uh-huh. You brought up Lita, you brought up Trish, Melina, you know, all these people to face uh, um, Sasha, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Dream match I thought of, right? Mm -hmm. That would never fucking happen at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Lita versus Mickey Gaines for the Impact uh, um, Championship. It would never happen, but it would be fucking awesome. I'm not going to say never say never, okay. but it could. That would be fucking awesome. Like, having another title from another company defended at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. whatever. Of course, Mickey's going to win because that's their title, you know? Well, maybe yes. not. You never know nowadays, but, you know. Because it was very funny how, like, after the Royal Rumble, people started going with that scenario of Lita versus Mickey James. Somewhere, mm-hmm. and it was like that would be great. And Impact, like, if I was Impact, I would be just on the phone with WWE like every day, like, hey, buddy, hey, buddy. Because right. Impact, the last two weeks, because of the Mickey James going in the Royal Rumble effect, their ratings has skyrocketed. Like, their yeah. ratings as high as when Kenny Omega was there, and nobody from WWE showed up on the show. Just the mere fact of Mickey James being in the Rumble made their ratings go way up. And it's like, well, I think you guys should start working some shit out. Like, come on. Yeah, just start contacting Ben or, hell, Tony Khan or whatever. I mean, not Tony Khan. Nick Khan. Nick Khan. Yeah. It, like, they have, like, if I was Impact, I'd be like, yo, we can work together anytime. I'm down. Get some more dead wrestlers in there, you know? Mm-hmm. So, next we had NXT 2.0. <laughs> the way you said, oh. We had Imperium versus the Diamond Mine. This was actually a really good match. And... The fans just like said, fuck WWE and just start chanting Walter and never <laughs> chanted Gunther. They were like, no, nah, we're just going to chant Walter. Fuck this guy. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's a thing. Here's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. He accidentally made Walter over. Yeah. Because, like, had they never changed his name, they wouldn't chant that. No, they would have. They would have chanted Walter. But not as much as they chanted it this time, because yeah. like they usually chant it like when he first comes out, they're like Walter, Walter, 
And then, yeah. like, once the match starts, they stop chanting it and start cheering for the other guy. This one, they just went through the whole entire match to chanting Walter. It's like, yeah. oh, well, like, they're not going to accept it. <laughs> okay. They said, fuck that. And Walter, in Imperium, they won the match. But the Creep Brothers did real good in this match, though. They impressed me. Like, they've always been they always been good, but, like, them versus Imperium, it's like, after you see that, you're like, well, now I just want to see the tag team match. Yes. So, hopefully, I don't want to say hopefully they win a title. I mean, they're going to win it eventually, but I don't want them to beat MSK. Are they in the Dusty Rose Classic? I forget. Yep. Yep. Okay. They're wrestling next week. Okay. So then we get backstage. We get LA Knight talking shit to Joe Gacy and Harlan. And I, I, don't, I don't know why. They just was beefing for some reason. Like, they had nothing to do with anything. And Harlan and Joe Gacy just started talking shit to LA Knight. And it's like, he didn't do anything. He said nothing to you. Like, like what was the point? I, I was so bad. Joe, Joe Gacy talking shit because Harlan doesn't have no reaction. Funny, like later on, like I pointed out to you, he he cracked a smile. Like that kind of mm-hmm. bothered me. Get this but, dude has no emotion. <laughs> yes, I actually have a funny story about him later on. Okay, so, so we'll, <laughs> we'll keep to that. So. Then we had Toxic Distraction come out and they're in the ring and they're talking about whatever they're talking about and everybody's drooling over them, which is, I mean, you can't. Then Kaylee Ray shows up and she says, Mandy, I want the title shot. Mandy's like, I'm not giving you a title shot. She's like, by the end of the night, you're going to give me a title shot. I'm not giving you a title shot. I am too classy. She said some other shit. I don't know what the fuck she said. Too pretty, too classy, yada, yada, yada. Whatever. Like, I didn't care about none of that. Apparently somewhere in this, fucking the other two, Casey and JC or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know the name is Rhyme. Like, I forget. But- Gigi and JC. Gigi and JC, there you go. They said they're going to defend the titles against Indy and Persia at, um, what is it, uh, Vengeance Day? Yes. The fact that it's Vengeance Day fucks me up because we grew up with Vengeance, so. Yeah, they, they they put Valentine's Day and Vengeance Day together. Yeah, but that match is happening, so. So, we had friend of the show, Corey Jade, and Raquel Gonzalez talking backstage. Raquel's like, do you really want to do this? And Corey's like, yeah, I want to do this. Like, I want to be a tactic partner. I want to prove to you I can go. Raquel's like, all right. You'll pay for that. She walks off and Corey's like, okay. Now, first off, before we get into this, because I saw a friend of the show, Corey Jade, it reminded me to bring up something that I said last week on this podcast, where yeah. just if anybody just like 
heard the podcast, like I literally said something and everybody was like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. That was the best thing I've ever saw. And what I'm talking about is the Sammy Guevara RKO when he did it to Cody. And, oh my God. Everybody's <laughs> like, like everybody's like, oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever I've ever seen. I said, you guys don't watch the indies. I said, if you watch the indies, that would be nothing spectacular. And everybody just like, oh, you're just an AEW hater. You're this, that, that. I'm like, okay. I was like, okay, you'll see. What happened? PWG. It's an eight-man tag. Jack Cartwell is up on the balcony. And he's about to do this dive on everybody on the ground. Blake Christian is in the ring. Jack Cartwell jumps off of the balcony. Jake Cartwell jumps off the top rope out of the ring. RKO's Jack Cartwell onto everybody. It was the most spectacular thing you've ever seen in your life. Like and you said I, that should, like everyone fucking die. <laughs> yes. And it was so funny how it was a bunch of fanboys in the comments going. Sammy did a better RKO than this. What is this? Everybody's just standing around. I die. It's like all of these things that everybody was saying. And I'm like, you're you're going to lie to me and say that the Sammy one was better. That's bullshit. That's 100% bullshit. Yeah, and bullshit. Even, even Meltzer himself was like, fam, that was the greatest RKO I've ever seen. The precision in that was impeccable. I've never seen anything better than that. He was like, it was a thousand times better than the Sammy Guevara thing. And I'm like, he said it out of his own mouth, and you guys eat up everything he says. So if he says it out of his mouth, you should be going, you know what? I don't think the Sammy one was as good. Yeah. It, it was basic, for real, for real. Because, like, it's not the first time we haven't seen something like that in a ladder match. Exactly. Like, like not to discredit Sammy, like, it was good. Not the greatest thing ever. Exactly. That's what fucked me up was, like, it was good. It wasn't the greatest fucking thing in the world. And everybody made it, like, oh, my God, it was so good. I've never seen anything like that. And I said, you've never seen the indies. And people never seen the indies. Now, we told you. <laughs> Yeah, you did. Like, when you showed me that, like, I was amazed. <laughs> now, back to the show. We had Toxic Extraction leaving, and they get in the car, and Mandy's oh, we, like... we didn't see the winner of the match, I don't think. No, no, no. The match didn't happen. This was before the match. Oh. okay. So, they get in the car, and Mandy's like, listen, we don't have to wait around for Kaylee, right? We don't care. And she goes to get in the car, and the door's locked. And Kaylee Ray rolls down the window and says, I got your girls. Now give me my title match. And she drove off. And Mandy's like, oh my God, no. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you're safe. Just get an Uber. Leave. <laughs> what the fuck? It's not that hard. But she kidnapped her girls. Dude, do you care about Which one do you care about? But like, how the fuck do you connect two people? Because <laughs> they're dumb. They're dumb enough to just get in the car and not look around. They said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get in the car," and not see who's in the driver's seat. Like, what the fuck? Like, 
Like, you're dumb. That's some you deserve it. Fucking Undertaker type shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the fuck? So, then we had the match between Friend of the Show, Corey Jade, and Raquel Gonzalez. And it was a good match. And it was so funny. Like, I knew this spot, and Cora pointed out the spot. Cora flipped into the Black Widow, which is AJ Lee's move. And she pointed it out, and she tagged her mom and said, Look, Mom! (laughs) Aw, that's so sweet. Aw. But yeah, like she she went, but of course they had the Raquel Gonzalez win, and then they decided to go. Hey, we're gonna be a tag team anyway. I was like, yeah, I really wish Cora would have won, but like, what the fuck? So like, dumb. The thing where she earned her respect, type of thing. Yes. Well, she turned on her though. Is the question though, like, <laughs> yeah, I be- I believe Raquel's gonna turn on her because I feel like she's like the heel type person who just like loves to be a bad guy, and of course she's gonna fuck her poor. Yeah, because she showed heel tendencies in this match and kind of dominated, but like in a violent sort of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's definitely turning. So we get a Pete Dunn promo, and Pete Dunn's talking about I'm back to beat up Tony D'Angelo in a cage match. I go, okay, well, that's the thing. So weapons in that bitch. I hope they do. Yeah. So once again, this is me taking my victory lap. I'm gonna take a bunch of them because there's a bunch of them coming. <laughs> I said to you guys, I said to you guys, I literally said, yo, the Saray character. It's a magical girl. She's one of the girls that dress up like a schoolgirl and then gets powers and turns into somebody else. I said she was a magical girl. I swear to God, it's either you're so fucking uncultured and old or you're just that fucking dumb that you have no idea what a magical girl is. And it's like, these guys still talk about she was a schoolgirl one minute and then she's a wrestler the next. It's like, you're so uncultured. You're so fucking uncultured. It's literally a thing that was in the fucking Japanese system that came to America in the fucking 90s. It was all over every fucking TV show. It was like, oh, we need a version of the Magical Girls. We need a version of the Magical Girls. Sailor Moon, fucking Magical. I keep saying it, and nobody believed me. Wait, Saray wait. did it. To top it off, right? Mm-hmm. Sasha dressed up as fucking Sailor Moon in the fucking Royal Rumble. And y'all mean to tell me I still don't know what the fuck a magical girl is? No, they don't. And it was so funny that somebody was like, I have no idea what the fuck she was dressed up as. I'm like, how do you not know fucking Sailor Moon? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would have loved it better, though, like not to get off the, too much off topic, if she would have dressed up as one of the other Sailor Scouts, like to throw people off. It, it would have like, been fun, but like it wouldn't have been so noticeable because like, not everybody knows like which planets are which, because I don't myself. Like, uh, and I oh, watched it a million times. Like, I I know that it's like Neptune, Jupiter, Mars, and shit, and it's like, but I don't know what color goes to that. Yeah, I know Mars by memory. 
it was like it, I think it was one that was actually did have blue hair, but like light blue hair. But she was like a yeah. uh, auxiliary sailor scout that wasn't the original planet, so it was like extra. She came later on, yeah. yeah. I think she was like the mini one, like mini moon. Yeah. So Saray, using her magical girl powers, won her match. And then we had Duke Hudson shaving his head, whose already head is already shaven, but he's shaving it more for what? Is it weird? I like her gimmick now, but I don't like his. <laughs> oh, I hate his gimmick. I fucking hate his gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. It's it's bad. Like I like her gimmick because of the transformation and the entrance and all that. Mm-hmm. Watch when she goes to the main roster and whatever. They're gonna totally fucking like put like lights and whatever like they do for fucking Zaya Lee. Like oh, that would be do it. so cool. That'd be yeah. so cool. Like the first two times you see it, it'll be so cool. And then yeah. it's just gonna be like, oh, we don't give a fuck about this anymore. Basically. <laughs> but Duke, like, I don't even know what the fuck his thing is anymore. Like, I'm a tough guy, I'm a fighter, or some shit. Yeah, like they should have just left him as a fucking this casino dealer. That would have been fun. Yeah. Or his gimmick before that. Yeah. Like I don't know, just I'm gonna go balder and balder until I have a skull. No, that's that's his new okay. game. I'm okay with that. <laughs> we had Champa and Braun Breaker talking in the back, and Champa said, "I got your back. You earned my respect." Braun's like, "Okay, cool." I'm like, uh, all right. Am I the only one that kind of felt like Champa can betray him? I I didn't feel that way, but it was just like really dumb. This is like this Aaron was really dumb. Yeah. Like it should have been um Zion Quinn. Yeah, it should have. Like you called that when it happened. So then we had Trick and Mellow out there and they're talking. And Cameron Grimes comes out. Cameron Grimes is talking about how he's gonna beat them. And he's like, Am I talking to Trick or I'm talking to Mellow? Who's who's gonna wrestle me here? And Melo told tell him he's gonna beat him. And it was really like it was really weird. The promo was just like really weird. I, I don't know. It was something off about the promo that I, I didn't like, but it's like I don't, I don't like something about that. It's something about that. All I got from it, their matches and venues today also. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. So then we have the BBC. That's right. We're, I we're said, go we're I go dude, they literally said we should be called the BBC. They literally said it. Yes. <laughs> and then Malik Blade is sitting there and he's saying, I wish I had Mandy Rose. And she literally falls in his lap. She falls in his lap because she's running from Kaylee Ray. And Kaylee Ray is comes in there, starts whooping her ass and trying to beat her down. And Idris says, Dog, let's go after her. Like they fighting. Malik's like, not right now. He's like, come on, they right there. He's like, not right now. I'm gonna need a minute. He's like, come on, what you mean? <laughs> I'm like, man. I need a minute. 
<laughs> it it was it was didn't funny. Work, though? Huh? Can they actually work though? Uh, I mean, yeah. Let, let me try it. I want Melina. Uh, did she fall in your lap? Fuck no. Shit. Oh. <laughs> oh damn it. So uh, we had LA Knight versus Joe Gacy. What? <laughs> nothing about okay. Nothing about LA Knight makes me excited to watch him anymore. Nothing about Joe Gacy makes me excited to watch him. I'm only excited to watch Harlan. And here's what I have to say about Harlan. Mm-hmm. I still damn it. I can't say it right now. I'll say it later. I say it later. Okay. It's something about Harlan. Really fun. <laughs> so before that, we have Grizzle Young Vets say that they're going to beat the shit out of the Creed Brothers. The Creed Brothers are like, fam, we're going to squash you. It's over. We got this. Okay, well, they, they, they got that. All right. We get back to the match, and because of. Grayson Waller and Grayson Waller's friend, Joe Gacy. Sanga, Sanga. Sanga. They beat up LA Knight. LA Knight loses to Joe Gacy. He's like, okay, well, who gives a shit? We see Wendy Chu about to come out and Tiffany Stratton in the back plotting. Because, you know, I have nothing better to do but be rich and just be evil and that's my job it's like you can give her an actual gimmick you know like there's no reason for that she doesn't like her for no fucking reason like, I know I know but about the Grace and Water thing like he interfered and did like his finisher from the crowd though I kind of like that just to give credit to that that's the only thing I like I mean that's the only thing you can like yeah. So then we got Von Wagner and other guy. I'm like, okay, well, they're a thing. Robert Stone. Is it me or just starting to look alike? <laughs> they are. They really are. <laughs> so then we get Ari Miller, uh, Amari Miller. She comes to the ring and they show Tiffany Staten has given her the credit card from Daddy if she could beat Wendy Chill. And Wendy Chu comes down, they have the match. Wendy Chu winds up beating the shit out of it. And here's another thing that I fucking I fucking love. I fucking love this from the internet crowd. From the dumbass internet crowd. I fucking love this. Everybody loves Orange Cassidy and all of a sudden Wendy Chu is garbage. What? Are you are you fucking kidding me? It's Exactly the same thing. I know, and I know somebody's gonna be like, "Well, it's just, it's just the AEW crowd. It is the AEW crowd that's like that." And the funny part is, the WWE crowd actually enjoys Orange Cassidy's gimmick more than you think. And it's like, so why does everybody hate the Wendy Chu gimmick? Because she's sleepy? Like the fuck? Like she's sleepy, he's just bored. Like it comes across as he's the one he does not want to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's so dumb. It's like they're the same gimmick. Why are you like this? And it's, like I said, it's a like it's a lot that makes me just hate the internet. So I like her though. Like mm-hmm. like I said, like his gimmicks are like changing a little bit because he's showing more intensity. Which mm-hmm. anything she does, if you notice, it's sleepy. Like she did this move. Where it was like a like a, uh, a, 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 um what's her name Miller a Murray Miller, mm-hmm. and then she did a like a dive, but she had her hand on her like face like she was going to sleep. Yeah, like, like little, little things like that. Like I, I enjoyed the, the gimmick. Like her gimmick is different and unusual, and it's like it works. Like the yeah. fans are cheering for it. Like I don't know why did, you're so angry about it. The only thing I'm upset about is like they killed off her prior gimmick because I, I kind of enjoyed that. Like where that would have went, probably nowhere. But you know me, I like the dark gimmicks. But yeah. I, I really enjoy this one. This one is like really fucking awesome. Yes. And Tiffany Stratton comes out with the credit card and trying to give it to Amari in the middle of the match. Like she throws it in a ring. Everybody gets confused. Wendy Chu hits the finisher. One, two, three. And then she leaves, and Tiffany's like, where's my card? And Wendy Chu has the card and walks off. Okay. I was confused because I had no idea it was a fucking credit card. Yeah, it was, it was a credit card. Daddy's credit card. So then we get to the back. We have Persia, and she's looking at Duke Hudson, which she has a crush on for some reason now. I don't know why. And she's looking through this, and then all of a sudden, here comes Indy with her Dexie. And Persia asks Dexter, she says, how do you feel about Duke? He gives him a thumbs down. And they're talking, and all of a sudden, one of the guys from um, Beer Money 2.0 come and say, hey, listen, I need to learn how to talk to women. And can you guys tell me how to talk to women? So, 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 so. And he just starts rambling for no reason. It's like, okay. okay. Like it's like all right, like two things. Uh-huh. One, did Persia actually say Dookie? Yeah, she did. Wow. Two, like I don't know. They're making this guy into a fucking dork. I don't know if it was Briggs or Jensen. They're making him into a dork. I guess it's more to his gimmick or whatever, but whatever. He's not gonna get her. No, he's not. He's not. Yeah. Wait, no, he has a crush on um Casey Anthony. Oh, okay. That was Kane <laughs> <laughs> Carter. Carter. Yeah, I know. That was wrong. Kane <laughs> Carter. He has a crush on Kane Carter. Oh god, that was so bad. That was yeah. so bad. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah, he, he has a crush on Kane Carter. And okay. that was weird. They showed Draco Malfoy. Draco Anthony, he was doing his promo about. I hadn't, like, I'm lying to you, not. His first promo was like six months ago where he was like, yo, I'm coming. And he was in a diner drinking coffee. And it's like, okay, cool. He's coming. He never showed up. They gave another promo and they're like, yeah, I was in the army and I did this. And it's like, dog, I had no idea any of those things were a thing. 
like your prior promo was just like, yeah, I'm coming. It's like you're in the diner. It's like it was so mysterious. It's like, ooh, this guy, he looks like he's gonna do something. He comes back and he's like, yo, I was in the military. I was this. I'm like, the fuck were you in the military? But like from the last promo to now, what the fuck happened? Which one do you prefer? The mysterious first promo or this one? The first promo, because it seemed like it was like it seemed like it had so much promise, and then they just went to this one. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Exactly. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. Like, I read and known less, and then they slowly learn later on. Yes. So, okay. This next part, it has so much stuff to talk about, but it's so much stuff that I'm not going to talk about. So, okay. it's it's Nicole Lyons, and she's, she's doing, they're doing a little promo on her backstory. She used to be a rapper and like her parents were a singer and it's funny how everybody just immediately jumped on like oh WWE gave her this no she actually had this in WoW when she was wrestling in WoW okay the thing about this is she's getting a lot of mixed reactions because of her look and I know people are going to be like oh, I can't believe people are body shaming. No, no one is actually body shaming. The problem is the thirst level of her look. She is blank. And it's like, oh. And then there's some people who are like, I can't believe you guys are actually this over her. And it's like, some of us can't help the fact that we like what we like, and it's okay. It's just, it's just a very, very strange thing. It's, it's just weird. Okay, just okay. Just, you can be mad if you want to, but like, it's, it's a thing. Okay, just it's a thing. Just, but just look at her. Just look at her. Just look at her. Just look at her. Okay. That's it. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I I see. I tell you, (laughs) I'm not getting any deeper into this. Okay, listen. All right. So, so the magical girl was backstage, and Dakota Kai came out and said, "I'm gonna take your chain." And Saray was like, "Uh, "Why? I don't know." But then Dakota Kai wanted to talk to her, her big person who's not there, and it's like. Okay, this is crazy. And then she walks away. So, you think taking it from her? No, she's not. They're going to have a feud for a second, but like, I don't know why, but you know, whatever. You know, it'd be weird, though. Mm hmm. Actually, like, some, like, they have a feud, and somewhere down the line, she actually does take it. Mm-hmm. And they call it against the powers, and like, it's like an evil version of it. Just like fucking anime, you might as well go out, like all the way with it, you know? Dude, that would actually be really fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> like remember when Dakota had the pink hair? Mm-hmm. Is now she's blonde now. Like, go with that. That would be so cool. Yeah. So then we had Draco Anthony, who should be debuting and having a win, take on Chase, and he loses to Chase. Because Chase U is 
over. I, I don't know why. Face over or is his like little buddy over? I think his little buddy's more over. <laughs> yeah. But so I think this is them, like, um, Gacy and them, right? I think that's that's the reason he got. Yes. So this is the most ridiculous fucking thing ever because like the way this whole thing played out. Mm-hmm. So we have Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose is in the back, and Mandy Rose is standing there, and she's catching her breath. And then fucking Kaylee Ray pours spaghetti, cold spaghetti. This is how you know it was fucking cold spaghetti. Cold fucking spaghetti onto her. It didn't even fall right. Then I noticed that too. Yeah. Kaylee Ray threw a cake at her. The cake didn't even fall apart. The funny part, she threw the cake. It didn't even fall apart. It didn't even hit Mandy right. It fell to the ground. Like it hit Mandy and fell to the ground and still was 100% intact. It's like the worst food segment ever. Exactly. So Mandy ran off because Kaylee Ray was still trying to kill her after that. And then we had the last part. Legado del Fantasma. They come out. And then Ciampa and Braun Breaker come out. Okay. Well, here's the match. The match is going. At one point, fucking... Not Raul. um, Joaquin was on the top rope. And Ciampa pushed him all the way into the fucking announce table. And everybody was like, oh my god. And it was so bad because that hit... It happened, but literally, as it's happening, Bron's in the ring, he just choke slams Raul, one, two, three, and everybody's still, oh my god, over the fact that Chopper killed somebody. <laughs> but, like, Bron just, like, pinned the dude, and the match is over, and they're like, oh. So, they shake hands, they literally have to get out the ring, because Mandy's running down, and then KD Ray comes down and says, will you give me my match? Yeah, I don't want an Avengers Day. I want it next week. So they set up the match for next week. Okay. I, like I don't like it either. They should have saved it for Avengers Day. Yeah. Like it was it was right there. They were like, nah, we're just gonna throw that out the window. I'm sorry. Okay. I kinda well, made me mad. Yeah, that's that's how it was too. Like, okay, well that that kinda sucks. Yeah. So, um, you like the what? No, I was gonna. I, I thought you were gonna go on to a that was gonna t- tell you. Um, you had a story about um, Harlan. Mm-hmm. This is the perfect part to tell of that because yes. Brian Kendricks left WWE and everybody was like, oh my God, good for you. You left WWE. You asked for your release. AEW says, he's going to fight John Moxley. Here's the funny part. Here's the funny part that everybody didn't know. He left WWE weeks ago. Like this wasn't just like, oh, he's left it today and went to AEW. He left back when Harlan and them had the little storyline. He left then, and they asked him to come back to do the match with Harlan. He did the match and then left. 
but he wasn't under contract when he did the match. And it was like, oh, okay, well, he, yeah. He just announced it that day and then got signed to AEW that night. Well, here's the thing. It was actually really fun because, well, everybody found out that he's a fucking asshole and he said a lot of anti-Semitic bullshit and AEW was like, all right, fuck it. You're out of here. You're done. Like, how do you get fired from WWE and AEW? I know technically he didn't get fired. I I don't know. And this was a funny thing that everybody just, like, pulled out. And this, like, this is what threw me into, like, an angry loop was everybody was like, well, he was working for WWE. Why didn't anybody say anything? And everybody pointed out this one thing. He was working in the back. Nobody saw him. Nobody even really knew he worked there, so nobody was digging up any dirt on him. He like comes up, up and through the fucking mm-hmm. step. Mm-hmm. They were people with shots. Like, wait, that was Ryan Kendrick? Mm-hmm. Like, neither one of us knew that was him. And that's the funny thing I wanted to bring up about Harlan. Because after the story came out, Harlan tweeted that gif and was like, you're welcome. And it's like, yeah, like <laughs> you, you were right. Like you should have threw him down the step. He deserved it. You're, you're right. Way to go, Harlan. Way to go. But yeah, like people, like, it, it's like, I'm not going to lie because like as soon as I do this, like everybody's going to say I do the same thing I do every week. But like this is literally a thing I have to point out. Mm-hmm. The AEW fan base is way more rabid than the WWE fan base. And I know people are going to be like, no, that's not true. Dude, the way that they overreacted to somebody calling out Brian Kendrick being anti-Semitic and saying that they wanted his downfall in AEW, the WWE fans were, was insane. These people were trying to fucking defend someone saying anti-Semitic shit because of their favorite company. It was fucking insane, dude. It was literally insane. And it was like, dude, like this just shows you what the fuck the dichotomy of these like fan bases is. It's like this is the type of shit that they do. And it's like Kool-Aid. Yeah, and people was like, oh my god, this is cancel culture. This is not cancel culture. This is literally somebody needing to be held accountable. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like on after, after that, like I dude, don't know if he meant that, but you know. Okay, well here's the thing. He apologized. Sabu said, "LOL, what did you do?" Brian Kendrick showed him what he did. You know what Sabu's response was? What? Oh shit, dude, that <laughs> Sabu's a fucking crazy ass idiot. He when he saw what Brian Kendrick said, literally just said, "Oh shit." He just literally wrote that thing. He's done. <laughs> it was like, God damn, dude. Like, yeah. Brian Kendrick's a fucking nutball. Yeah. So that brings us to AEW. Because Moxley was supposed to fight Brian Kendrick, but he wound up fighting Willie Yuta, who had Orange Cassidy and newly signed Donhausen. Which is the best friend move? I think so. So, you mean to tell me best friend has the best friends, they have an mm-hmm. alien, they have mm-hmm. the lazy guy, 
and now they have a demon ghost guy, whatever the hell down there is, supposed to be a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> demon ghost guy. Yes. <laughs> and a lot of people, this is really funny because a lot of people don't remember that mm-hmm. Moxie fought Yuta a couple months ago and he literally destroyed him in like five seconds and like yeah. to the point where everybody thought that Yuta broke his neck. And then they had this match, which was a really strong match. And it was like, oh, shit. Like, Yuta really fucking fought back. This shit was dope. And if I'm mistaken, he did the first hit, right? Yep. (laughs) And after Moxley won, all of a sudden, Brian Danielson is in the ring. And they're like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Brian Danielson is here. He's going to fuck him up. And this is... This, like, okay, there's two things that happened this night that make me go, I hate wrestling fans to the core. Because as soon as this happened, everybody was like, oh my God, I can't believe we're actually going to get this for the first time ever. I'm like, what? Are you fucking insane? Are you fucking insane? Are you fucking insane? They're like, yeah, no, this is the first time ever we're going to get Moxley versus Brian Danielson. Are you fucking insane? Like, it was so baffling to me when people was like, oh, we're going to get this finally. And, like, I literally had to tweet out the promo and, like, the like pieces of the match just to make sure people go, yo, look, this happened before. Because I, I remember... Dude, I remember when he got signed and I was telling you about Moxie and I sent you... I sent you the promo. I was like, yeah, this is the guy. This is Moxley. This is who got signed. And I sent you the promo, and it was the him versus Brian Danielson match. Because I was like, holy shit, I didn't even know they had a match. Like, this promo was so fucking good. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't know they had the match. And they had a match, like, fucking, like, probably, like, six months before that happened. I was like, oh, shit. But it's like, Jesus Christ, dude. It's like, how do you guys not notice? It's like fucking history. Fucking do their fucking like research before they tweet or whatever. Yeah. So (laughs) Brian tells Dean, I mean, Moxie, he goes, listen, I'm not here to fight you. I was going to fight you, but I think we should join up. We should team together and we should start adding people like Lee Moriarty and Daniel Garcia and it's like yeah I agree you should do all of that Yep. but I don't think it's gonna happen because I don't think Moxie wants to team with him and it's just like but it should happen they should team together and start training in the future and like destroy AEW and one thing that got looked over in that promo how Brian said Moxie was the best AEW champion that they had, that they ever had. And it's like, oh shit, he just shit on Kenny Omega. He just made Kenny Omega mad. So their feud still goes on through this. Yeah, like, oh shit. You know he ain't gonna be happy about that shit. Oh, not at all. (laughs) So do you think that they should team? I think they should team up Yes, I know it. I know it doesn't look like it's gonna happen, but they should team up. I mean, like AEW is known for doing weird shit 
out of nowhere. So like it could happen. So um, especially Diggy Garcia, like like I've been saying, like and you said it too, like you can't take him serious with two point Yes. You know what I mean? He goes with them like he's gold. Mariani he, too. Is, like he needs more of a shine. And they mentioned one other person I can't remember right now, but yeah. Yeah, like, I can't remember either. Whoever it was needs to be with them too. So Yep. So next we had Redacted who came out and they told Redacted to shut the fuck up. And then we had um the guy. What is his name? What is his name? Uh, top top the top, top team guy. Whatever his name. Guy. The top team guy came out and he came out with Ethan Page and Redacted said the only thing that only reason we got Ethan Page because he wanted Josh Alexander and like everybody pops for that for some fucking reason. Who cares? Redacted kept talking and then Paige Van Zant came down. And it's like it's so funny how like the people who just like hate Ronda Rousey seeing Paige Van Zant come down was like, oh my god, this is so good. And it's like, dog, this is exactly the same thing. This is literally in this is literally within a week, these two things happened at the same time. Like this is this is can't like you can't tell me that this is not a thing. Like this is literally, it's literally copy pasta, and it's like, no, it's better because this thing is better because Page Van Sant is better. No, you like Page Van Sant's OnlyFans. That's the only reason you're happier than Page Van Sant here. That's the only reason. Like you cannot tell me that. And it's like okay, redacted anyway. So yeah, and like her versus redacted is literally Stephanie Man versus. Ronda Rousey, but it's like it's fine. Like, who cares? And I'm listen. I'm just, listen. I know that like I know we have a lot of friends of the shows, but so the lot of lot of the women came out to separate Redacted and Paige Van Zandt, and I've seen a, a friend of the show, and like I seen something, and I was like, oh. And then I seen him like, oh, that's friend of the show. I was like, oh, I feel bad now. And then, <laughs> then I was like, okay, yeah, let's, let's just move on. Just move on. I was, I was stunned for a second. I was like, oh, oh. So let's just move on. We had the Hardy Compound Family Office Andrade style. <laughs> And they were talking the private part. Huh? It's too much to fucking say now. Go ahead. I know. But yeah, it was like they were talking and then they said somebody wants to face Sammy Guevara and Isaiah Cassie was like, I'm gonna do it. Dude, I'm listen, I I I don't like Isaiah Cassie's like gimmick. I don't like his gimmick. It's something about him that just weirds me the fuck out to the point where I'm just like, he makes my skin crawl. It's like it's one I don't like neither one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's something about him. It's something about the, it's something about him that like his gimmick is just unsettling to me. And I'm like, like stop, just stop, please, just be normal. Just like be normal. Like him as a normal person is probably really cool to shit, but him and his gimmick is like, oh, wow. I don't like it. I don't like it. And he ain't winning. They could have gave this match to Blade. Like, it's a useless match. Yeah. So then we have the Kings of the Black Throne come out, and then we have Penta and 
Daredevil come out or the lady from the bird box. Your choice. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> Pac all blindfolded come out and he's being led around by Alexander Hantes. And then Malachi Black tries to hit him. He moves. He moves. He still has the blindfolds on. He just keeps moving. And like the whole time, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, he's not blind. Like, I don't know why you even would like attempt to think that he's blind. And then he just takes off the blindfold and then wrestles in the rest of the match. I'm not even joking. He should have just kept the blindfold on and wrestled with the blindfold. It would have looked way cooler. cooler. Yeah. Exactly. It would have looked so dope. Here's my question, right? Uh Like, that was supposed to be, like, such a huge reveal. Didn't he take that off in his promo the week prior? No, no, no. The thing was, he took it off, like, kind of playing around with it. But he, like, he didn't look out of his eyes. Oh. Yeah. So, Penta got pinned by Brody King. And that was fun. Yeah. So, let me get an Adam Cole promo. And Adam Cole's like, listen, I'm done playing. I'm still undefeated. Like I said, he's still undefeated. And he's like, all right, I'm going to take on Evil Uno. And then after that, I'm going to show you all what I want. And like immediately as soon as you say that, I'm like, oh, you just won the title. Yeah, 100%. Like as soon as he said Evil Uno, I'm like, yeah, I know what it's not. Yeah, it's like you won the title. But like, he's not going to win because later on, it literally, like literally, looks like I'll probably be taking another victory lap really soon. <laughs> like literally, like that's crazy. So then we get Nyla Rose versus Ruby Soho and the dude from Rancid is there like watching Ruby wrestle. And this is the thing that fucking bothers me about a lot of people. And I swear to God, like, I have started muting people and blocking people because, like, your stupidity. It's a point in the match where Ruby goes for the riot kick and Nyla's on the top rope. She misses it completely. And people go, oh my God, that was part of the match. Like, you guys don't know what a botch is. Like, that's not a botch. That was part of the match. Literally, your savior, your censor censor yourself came on and said, yeah, she botched that match. Like, she botched that move. That move was a botch. That move was clearly a botch. Like, and it's like everybody else is defending it tooth and nails. Like, that was part of the match. You guys just want to pick out something. I can't believe you guys are the worst. It's like, are you fucking... Are you fucking you fucking <laughs> mental? It's fine she fucked up. She played it out and made it part of the match. But are you fucking mental? Like Jesus Christ, stop like the copium that you huff is so like it's on like extra strength. You're on extra strength, copium. Like Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Like just people can fuck up every now and then. It was just a fuck up. Like, stop. Like, stop huffing the copium. Fucking insane. The funny part was Nyla Rose won, and it fucked me up. I was like, I didn't think she was going to win. Me neither. 
So after that, we get the ass boys. And this this is what fucked me up. Like their fight, like they wind up fighting Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus comes out the same. But here's what fucked me up about that. They go to kick out Jungle Boy out of the, the fucking thing, but they kick Jungle Boy and he goes into you know how the doors are? The doors are set up. They kick Jungle Boy into the piece in between the doors and he just goes BAM! And then they have to kick him out the door and it's like, oh my god. Like, oh my god. Like, that. Yeah, and then they threw him in the fucking snow. And it was like, what the fuck is But here's the funny part. They ran out with, they ran out fucking shirtless running up and down the goddamn streets. It's like, god damn, dude. What? Yeah, that's that's not safe. But whatever. <laughs> so then we had Hangman come out, and he's out there, and then he gets beat up by fucking Lance Archer. Lance Archer slams him on the steps, slams him through the table, and he tells him, "I'm gonna take that title next week." Okay, bro. All right. We get Chris Jericho. I don't know why the fuck Chris Jericho dyed his hair to try to look young and flashy. He dyed his hair and it looks so fucking atrocious. He dyed his fucking hair. It's so weird and atrocious. I don't like it. I'm he sorry. He dyed his fucking facial hair because like, he look old as shit. Yes. And Jericho says next week we're doing the fucking inner circle jerk off meeting. All right, fuck you. What up? Okay. So then we get MJF come out, him and CM Punk. Uh, I got a lot to say about this and that. But they have, like, they start the match. MJF is wearing the same exact gear that CM Punk wore before, like the pinstripe gear. And it's just like, okay, like, that's a callback. That makes sense. And before I get into that, Dude, have you noticed this dude in the front row with a box on his face? Like, and he's in every AEW show, and he just keeps saying, like, unused talent or some bullshit on it? You know what? I've seen him once or twice, but I really didn't pay no mind. Do you think he's somebody? He has to be, because he's there every week. And it's like, if he was there once or twice, he'd be like, alright. He's in the front row every week of every show, and they're not in the same place. And it's like, that's a little weird. Like, nobody has called this out. Like, he's he's definitely a wrestler. The first person I thought of was like, oh, it's got to be Kip Sabian. But I have no idea. It's somebody. I know it's somebody. Yeah, because where's Kip Sabian at except Twitch? Exactly. So then we have the match. The match is going. All of a sudden, in the middle of the match, MJF pulls off tape and chokes out CM Punk. And the referee goes, okay, he killed him. He's dead. Yay. And MJF gets up. The tape falls out. And the ref's like, no, restart the match. This is really, like, once again, why I hate the internet. A friend of mine goes, dog, how the fuck did somebody get choked out? And literally up in five seconds, like, you're choked out unconscious and you're up in five seconds. And you're ready to wrestle like 365 match. 
And like, everybody was like, oh, you're so stupid. You Like, he got choked out, not knocked out. What the fuck is wrong with you? And then the person was like, dog, I was in a fucking army. I was in a fucking army. I've been choked out and then had to get up and compete. It took me like five or 10 minutes to get back to normal. What the fuck are you talking about? And it's just so stupid because people were just so dumb going, well, it makes sense. It's like, it doesn't. It doesn't. Somebody actually gives you proof of actually why shit does not make sense. And it's like, you're just like, no, I believe it makes sense. It makes sense to me. Fuck you. What the fuck is wrong with people? I actually like witnessed something like that firsthand in mm-hmm. Boston. I have mm-hmm. an uncle. It's a correction right? And like I'm chilling with my cousin, and like he's fucking with my uncle or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. He knows he's a correction officer, right? Like show me some moves and whatever, cause like you know they teach him shit. I'm like, all right, you ask for it. He puts him in a sleeper hold. Mm-hmm. This yeah. motherfucker was out. <laughs> like yo, yeah, yo, you okay? <laughs> He didn't get up in five seconds. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> exactly. And I know somebody's going to say, well, this wrestling suspend your disbelief. Yeah, like, no. You can suspend your disbelief. Like, give him, like, at least a minute or two to make yourself conscious. Like, not just five seconds. It's like, I oh, know, five seconds. I'm back up. He could have done it because I swear this match went for, like, what, three commercial breaks? Yes, it went 40 minutes. We're going to talk about that at the end of the match. But okay. yeah, like it was like, okay, it was like, yeah, like this is like they restarted the match. It kept going and Wardlow comes out. Wardlow comes out and distracts the referee. And everybody thinks like Wardlow's being a good guy. Wardlow throws the ring inside. MJF gets the win, knocks Punk out. One, two, three. MJF beats Punk. Taking that victory lap right now. That's that's one. That's one. Because I said it was going to happen. I said that's yeah. what's going to happen. And that's going to lead on to the bigger story of the Warlow turn. Yeah. And if my story is correct, MJF is going to win that title and we're going to have the Warlow. It's either he's going to win the title, we're going to have a Warlow turn after that, or we're going to have a Warlow turn to cost him that title. One of those two things are going to happen. Hundred percent, yeah. But I've seen a crazy, insane take—a crazy, insane take—that everybody goes, "Oh my god, this is the best match of 2022. This is like this is a, this is the greatest match of 2022." And somebody said, 40 minute AEW match is better than a forty minute New Japan match." I li- I literally got in my car and tried to figure out where the fuck is the next server spot so I can go bash that shit in because motherfuckers don't deserve to have an internet if you're gonna get on there and say some blasphemous bullshit like that you deserve to have your internet stolen because there's no fucking reason for you to even utter your thoughts or even your little fucking idiot brain to go oh New Japan match is worse than this that copium you're on you need to dial it back, pal, because you fucking idiots are fucking losing your goddamn minds. I swear on everything. You're going to fucking learn one day. You're going to fucking learn one day. Jesus fucking Christ, you people are fucking insane. Like, he used the, the right word. I think he was about to use that too, blasphemous. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Like, can you believe people actually sat there and said that out of their mouths? Like, what the fuck? It's like the old, like, it's their new toy. You know what I mean? So they're enjoying their new toy. They they hate their old toy. You know what I mean? Say, people watching this now are old New Japan fans. You know, they basically turned their back on this company. Yes. Right now they're blind. They don't know what they're fucking talking about. You know? And that pisses me off. Like, there's been like five other New Japan matches that's been better than this. And it pisses me off because it's like, guys, you don't know what you're talking about. First off, you have no idea what you're missing. So you don't know what the fuck is going on. You're just making shit up in your head. You have no idea what's happening. Like, this is pure bullshit that you're going like, oh, this is better than this. Just like with the Sammy Guevara shit. The way you guys are going, oh my God, this is so good. You're watching one thing. You're literally a WWE fan. You're now WWE fans because all you know is what the fuck is happening in between AEW's ropes. You forgot that there's a whole world out there and you're like, nah, whatever happens here is the greatest shit ever. There is a whole goddamn galaxy out there and you're just like, nope. What happens here is all that matters. Just like a fucking WWE said. I can't believe you guys. Even AEW itself has pulled off long matches like that better than that match. Exactly. Exactly. That's like, it's not good. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, we've went on way far longer <laughs> than we should have. Is, do you have anything to say to the people? Nah, this is probably my bad that we went so long because my rants and whatever, but yeah. No, no, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> All I have to say is dial back the coping, pal. <laughs>